Yo, 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 man, it's your boy Cheat Diddy, Cheat Chapman. Sipping with Cheat Podcast, man. First episode, man. We got my boys in the building. What up, man? It's your boy Classic, Classic TV or Brandon, depending on where you know me from or where you see me at. Hey, yo, it's produced by Tyler, also representing Arizona Sunset Studios. Cheat, what up? What's happening, man? Hey, we gonna dive right in right now. Uh, Megan and Tori, what y'all think, man? Megan and Tori, what y'all think? Shit, man, I, man. I don't even know where to start with that, right? Because, you know, um, I've been talking about, you know, relationships and shit a lot lately on, on the channel. And, like, to me, that that goes right to um, man-woman situation. As a man, you got to act a certain way, carry yourself accordingly, and treat your woman a certain type of way. Shooting her in the foot, allegedly, that ain't it. I know it's a whole backstory, and if he did or if he didn't, but the fact that that's out there, kind of spicy. Right. You, you got to move smart because you got to realize one dumb decision could change your life. And if you drinking and you out there, especially with money, it's just going to attract more attention. So I feel like you just you just got to move. I know people be having fun, but you got to you got to move smart because one small mistake is going to change your whole vision. So what you think? Man, I, I feel th- to be completely honest with y'all, man, I feel um it's staged. It's, it's set up. There's more to what's going on that we don't know about, that we'll probably never know about. Um, but it was some type of. I don't know. But it, the it's, pictures, it's, though, it's, it's, it's she really got shot. I know, but it's it's, it's strange to me, bro. It uh, like Tory Lanez out of all people would do that. You know what I mean? Tory Lanez is a fucking. He's a superstar, bro. He's. I mean, he's damn near on a little bit. Behind Drake, like he is, he's a superstar, bro. Yeah, he's definitely. If you if you categorize like by grades, you know, using Drake as the reference, Drake is an A. I would put Tory in, you know, a B B plus type Back, of. Sure, I'll co sign that because sure. dude is legit. I mean, his music is fire. His bars and he's is out of Toronto, crazy. so he's not even really a U.S. artist like that. So he people don't realize his fan base how potent it is out there too. Right. You know right. what I mean? He's like Drake's little brother out there. You know what I mean? In Canada. You got to remember that, too. But you was talking earlier before we started about uh, the Megan part. Yeah, man. I feel like I feel like Megan is, is going on like a... Um, and I'm all about protect our black women. I'm all about protecting women, period. You feel me? Period, point blank. But I felt like she's going on a promo run. She's getting opportunities that a lot of these other females that are... I would say, um, OGs in the game. Um, she's getting a lot of opportunities because of the situation. Without that situation, she doesn't get those looks with no, those hit records she, she, she got? No. How many hit records does she have right now? Not at all. I can count four so, off the top of my head. At least four. At least four. That's, you that's think she needed 10. the Tory thing? I think she needed that. Mm. To, to be honest with you, her music. I'm not I mean, sure. Y'all gonna be upset at me. <laughs> but her music is trash. Bro. I don't. I don't garbage. know if it's trash. I don't think her music. She can really rap. I don't. She like, can actually rap. I know, but I don't, she can actually rap. I don't like coochie selling music, fam. Yeah. Not all of it's coochie selling music. Not all of it's coochie selling music. Obviously, see. the last song we we know what the you know what I mean. The subject of that is. But she can honestly rap. And when somebody, when I can hear her flow coming as an engineer producer background, when I hear her flow and I hear her rap and I hear delivery, I'm like, oh, she can actually rap. Well, and, She and can that's... actually rap. And nowadays that's not, you know, that's becoming extinct. People can't really rap like that. 
She so, can rap, rap. I will say this because um, I stumbled across a reaction video to to a song, and I, I forget the name of it, but it was a, a metalhead dude. He goes and he reacts to Cardi, uh, Megan, like all of the female rappers. And I was listening to the bars, and I was like, "You don't have to resort to coochie selling music because yeah, uh, you're right. She she, she has bars, rap. and I say that because." I watch a lot of battle rap. Me too. A lot. Jazz the Rapper, oh, Official, yeah. you know, uh, Couture. I, I, I can name them all up. They all got a card coming up tomorrow. Briz was my favorite. So, so all that happened. Uh, yeah. Come yeah. on, man. That's a whole other issue. I'm ready for that Mook and that Tay Rock. That's going to be fire. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as far as I'm concerned with Megan, like you said, her using that as, as a platform because, yeah, people may not have been – you know, aware of who she was, but then you have a, a tragedy, right? If if the alleged situation happened, that gives you sympathetic fans, empathetic fans who are like, you know what? I didn't even realize it. You know, your music is garbage, but because you got shot, because women band together like that. Yeah, yeah. They will. Sure. They, like, you know what? Like what happened with Rihanna? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Rihanna's situation was crazy, right? We had pictures and all types that of stuff. That was crazy, but. Yeah. yeah. And so was getting shot. But how many women gravitated to the rescue to be like, you know yeah. what, Rihanna went through some shit. Megan, Megan got shot. We gonna, let's back her up. So mm-hmm. I agree that she took advantage of the opportunity. Not to say that, you know, it, it was a bad move because I believe in, like we talked about earlier, the, the publicity in itself, you got to take advantage of it, especially when you already hot. Yeah. yeah. She had, what, two or three songs that were already bangers before that. So, you know, just before you start to taper off, People get used to hearing what you got to say. You have something to draw people back into you as a person and not yeah. just the music. That's itself. true. But that would be, I would support that if it was planned. That Tory thing wasn't planned. Well, but you have to. So it was a, it was a, it was a come up. You can't, sometimes you come across a come up and it's not necessarily planned. Right. So it would be different if it was planned, but to, to, to kill her that bad for using that leverage I can't because it was unplanned and she did, you know, surgery's real. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going inside that hospital, I don't even like IVs myself. I'm ducking the dentist. You know what I <laughs> mean? So to go inside that hospital and to get them shots and yeah. to get that medication and, you know, I work in insurance. You know what I mean? So going through that insurance and following that She claim got the money if, for it. She got the money. Oh, that's it. a fact. But you don't want to be following no fake claims. And you. there's a certain point where you want to be like, all right, this is media. <laughs> And this is insurance, no, no. and this is paper, and this is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the only thing that I would say to that. I mean, it's a real wound. I'm, I'm going to say that, but I don't think Tori did it because there was other people that were there. There was three people, yeah. bodyguard, her friend, and that I guy. Mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, for Tori to drop that album, I mean, which is probably one of the best Tori albums I've ever listened to in my life. You feel <laughs> me? I just stumbled across it yeah, today. Uh, dude, like I every I, bro, there's no song. You're not skipping no song. No song. And he addressed all but the Tori, one thing that I will give Tori, he's always been sonically nice. He has yeah. his own sound. Yeah, sonically, true. his music, yep. it's almost like that Travis Scott ASAP. He has his own realm. And that's that Toronto, you know what I mean? Canada influence. He has his own sound. Sonically, he's always been nice. Even when he did the throwback tape with the R&B oh, stuff. Man. And he Classic. wasn't even doing his normal Tory sonically soundscape stuff. He was today. doing a throwback so he can go to my own Tory sound. And then he could be like, let me show y'all I can still do these and classics. You know, you know, you know what's know? so crazy? I ain't going to try to cut you off or anything. Yeah. But when I think of musical geniuses, Tory is there. Tory, T-Pain. 
Tory Lanez. Um, genius or versatile? Bro, no, genius. This music, the dream. Like, these niggas is musical geniuses. K-Camp. Like, what's Tory's best album? His last one? What's I another, what's I, another I, good I, one? I think that, I mean. What's another good one? Um, hold on, let me. Because I, I used to have his mixtapes and albums and stuff, but I, I grew out of them. They got, they got old Chicks, for me. Chicks tape? I listened to that. But I, that was a girl targeted. But kind of. I, mean, I saw you, it drop because the thing about that album, I remember he dropped two at the same day. Mm-hmm. Something like that. He dropped like the chick tape part three and then he dropped another piece to it. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. But I remember I, he did the, a two part. The, the the chicks tape one where he, he on there with Trey and Chris and, and all them other people. It's I said, just, I got him. I know him by name. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just, it's crazy. <laughs> he's just genius for what. what he's a fucking <laughs> genius. He's a genius, bro. I mean. I, he remakes songs with the original art. People don't do that no more. People can't afford that. They don't have the budget for yeah, it to go, to go get that. Some of them samples didn't get cleared, though. Some stuff came up after that, though. Yeah, but, and the, <laughs> That's going to happen, though. I, but one, <laughs> and one thing I was upset about is why Pretty Ricky didn't. They're the oh, only, you saw that flag, too? Yeah, I'm saying, why didn't y'all? I mean, he got first off, he had Jagged Edge on the motherfucking album. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let, yeah. Maya, Jagged Edge, Ashanti, Snoop. Like everybody, Hall of Fame, and and, and uh, Pleasure P is another one of my uh, yeah, R&B yeah. guys. Hall of this Fame, guy. yeah, um, but yeah, because yeah, I know music. Let's talk music. Let's we talk. can talk music. Let's talk. That's what I'm on. No we catalogs. Talk. We can talk music. The, the only thing about me, like I, I, I fuck with Tory Tory Lane's music across the board. There ain't nothing that you know. He, if you put it on, I'm gonna listen to it and pay attention to everything that he's saying. Okay. Um, the only problem that I have with him, and this is a personal thing for me. Is when you start going at Joyner Lucas, who is crazy. But that was that was part of the I'll battle anybody right and now I respect type it. of competition. I don't think that got personal. I think it didn't. that was sort of like the Clippers and Nuggets. I don't think he respected Joyner as much as he should, even though Joyner had that Eminem feature. I don't think he realized Joyner can rap, 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 rap. You know what I mean? And Tory was like, oh, man, he was kind of salty because Joyner hit him with a couple blows. You know what I mean? So I don't think he realized how nice Joyner was, so it got a little bit salty, but I'm not mad at that. You heard heard of Joyner Lucas? Yeah, I I, I used to fuck with the earlier Joyner Lucas. Like the backwards? Have you heard that? Backwards. Bro, you tripping already. The fact that you got to question it? Yeah, yeah. Backwards is basically he raps, he raps X amount of bars, and the same bars he raps on backwards. The exact Who same did that? bar. Joyner Lucas. It's good. It's, it's all over YouTube. Um, Joyner can really... Did you see the thing he did with Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yep. Yep. Will, oh, yeah. Will Smith gave him love. They yeah. uh, endorsed that Bel-Air. He even... He, he made bread off on that. The re, on the remix of yeah, Will? Yeah, yeah. Will yeah. was snapping. I didn't hear Will get on it. Will put bars on it? Will you know, was wilding. You know. Come on. I swear. Yeah. I was Joyner like, help. I Joyner, you act like Will the, wrote that. Them was bars. Regardless. I didn't, I didn't go to the credits to find out who wrote what. Nah, you know Joyner helped him. It's all he, good. Nas wrote this some shit for him, too, back in the day. That shit was yeah. crazy. It's all good. You, you got you to gotta, that backwards, and if you haven't heard the remix with Will on it, you got to hear I'm that. Gonna that go peep, crazy. I'm going to go peep Joyner's catalog crazy. after this. Backwards, sure. the Panda remix. Yeah. I want you to listen to the Panda remix that I'm Joyner did. That beat. Numbers, I, right? I promise that. you, if you listen to the Joyner version of the remix, <laughs> whole new vibe for it. <laughs> uh, mask Off. Oh, mask off. The future oh, the remix. One, the, the, He's still doing remixes. No, these are all old. But I'm yeah, saying yeah. for people who who but don't mask understand, off was remixes were done at that time still. But that's how bad Joiner is because he went and <laughs> did the motherfuckers, and you were like, yeah, 
What? Yeah, right. It was crazy. My bad. We all off. No, 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 no. It's a <laughs> see. I, I was fucking with the joiner when he when he did that song for the for the the skateboarder that got that got Ross uh, Cipri yeah, or Capri Cap. Capriati or yeah, something. Yeah, that's something that's the that's how I got on to join the visual oh, of that. And he did the own, bro. It was fucking. And then he crazy. does. And it, oh my fuck, he does. Uh, he does both sides of it. Yeah, both yeah. Viewpoints. Oh man, crazy. He, he's a he is a fucking. Jordan that is, nice. is a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. That Jordan nigga's is nice. a genius. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. I mean, the reason why I didn't mention him is because I don't think he's there yet. He's if, there. See, but but how do you get there? That's the question because if you start looking at, at genius level material, if you just look at the material, take the name off of it. Yeah. Take the name like Drake. I love Drake, yeah. but his bars, A B C A B C A B C. I'm gonna challenge that. A lot of them are. What do you? What's the definition of A B C before you qualify him as that? So basic. So I'm, let me say it this way. There are very, and, and this is the battle, battle rap side of me talking, there are Go very, ahead. very little um, double entendres. There's some. Okay. There's not that many Let's pause. There. Can we pause? Regardless of the rap techniques of his flows, because I understand they're not that complex, and the reason why they may not be that complex is because of the commercial success he's looking for. Agreed. Is that... Not that he can't necessarily do it, is because that's his market. And Drake doesn't necessarily have a lot of rap techniques that stand out, but he has concepts. Because a lot of those guys where you see with those double entendres and rap is a whole different podcast. Yeah. Rap battle, rap battle is a whole, yeah, we won't have to do that off, 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 off wax. But I would say Drake has concepts. And I agree. Drake's has songs about something. A lot of artists, line for line is random. They don't have songs about something. Drake has stories, concept yep. songs. That's you know what, what I mean. Enjoy you don't Drake need song. all the rap entendres and flips and all the tricks and stuff like that when you have a real song, Marvin's Room. You know what I mean? Right. And things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And, so and that's why I'm always saying, telling like, a story. And, and I'm cool with that. And always telling something. And I like that Every about video. him. You know what I'm saying? And but it's real it comes, life bars. It's organic. Sometimes when you like, and my dad was that I died and then left me and I pulled up in the Phantom. When you're saying something like that, you don't need no double entendre. And, and, and I, I was scared really, to pull the Phantom outside. And, you remember that line? Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, how will we determine? And that's where the question comes back is how are you determining genius? Like, I think Tori there's, Lane. There's different bars. geniuses in every aspect. And there's rap. There's Rap entendre geniuses. There's lyrical <laughs> no, geniuses. So when I there's say, song making geniuses. There's there's geniuses in every category. No, no when, I, when I say that, I say I agree. like um okay, like T Pain for example, he does it all. He's a, a artist. He can as long when you when you in the kitchen and you and you and you cooking all the Thanksgiving food. You know what I'm saying? Like you you cooking all the Thanksgiving food. Ain't nobody bringing that over you. Right. Y'all come over. I'm cooking the food. You know what I heard about him that messed me up. T-Pain said, when I was hot, I was giving so many people features and giving them music and doing beats for them and stuff like that. When I went to go look for him, they were sending me invoices, oh, yeah. <laughs> charging me for the verse. Everybody's an opportunist in this. I was T-Pain. T-Pain was giving you that can't believe it. But when he came, came bro, to you for that verse, you sent him an invoice? Musical genius, bro. Everybody, everybody looks at the opportunity. So Everybody's if I if I can get if I can get a genius to 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 help me out for for the for the low or nothing, I'm gonna do that. But then when it's time to get that same genius, or they want me to help them out, well, it's gonna cost because one, I'm getting, I'm still gonna get the benefit of that. But two, 
you have in the music industry, you know that you could get on a song with somebody and look like dog shit, and then your stock drops. They can be like, mm, that reminds me of the the trippy red and the um, what's that producer's name? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he was working with a producer, and I guess the producer was giving him a lot of beats. And then I guess once Trippy got on, the producer wanted like 100K a beat. And Trippy was like, I help you get lit. Now people want beats from you and stuff like that. And now you want Pierre Bourne. Pierre Bourne. And he's like, now you lit. Now you making bread. And you still getting money from our, the catalog. You still getting a percentage of those royalties. And you still want 100K a beat? And Pierre Bourne's like, I'm a producer. I'm trying to do Trippy. He's like, I got you lit. So there's that. There's a, given there's that a, take. And there, if he blessed yeah. you on a song a couple years ago or to help get you on... Least you could do is you know what I mean. Now that you want to give him a verse, but business is business, and people got labels too. Yep. People got a record label yeah, behind them. Like, hey, you ain't giving that to T Pain for free. Of, I don't care what he did for you. Yeah, send him that invoice because I need my cut. Yeah. I wasn't there back in twenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. See that? That's like the uh, OT. They don't have, they don't have creative control, mm-hmm. so they can't necessarily bust the moves the way they always want to. Right. You know what yeah, I'm we in the hood. I I pull up to the to the studio or to the house or wherever we recording. Hey, just here, take that one. But, but the thing about it, it, it took T-Pain a while to not, I mean, to kind of, because he did everything that he can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at that point, it was Future and all the other niggas that sound just like that same auto-tune. Everybody, right, but I like the fact yeah. that T-Pain had that R&B card. He had that R&B card, like when he did that triple circus and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like T-Pain is like a Hall of Famer. He doesn't need to do anything else. He doesn't. T-Pain, T-Pain is set. I haven't even heard much from T-Pain, but I'm not worried about it because I know he's already so solidified. You know what I mean? Yeah. He dropped the album right after the, uh, what was that show that he did? Did he? Um, at least that's what I heard. I, look, I ain't, I ain't really heard yeah, music, but somebody told me that he had, put a, he had did it because he had an album coming out or whatever, something that to promote from being on the show. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the Mass, mass Singer. Oh, the mass or Singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he True. had something come out after that. Man, this whole this whole uh, generation is a bunch of Lil Wayne's. I go sign that. The whole well, gen- no, Lil Wayne. Russ, Russ Russ said it himself on Drink Champs. He said this whole generation is a bunch of Lil Wayne's, from the dreads to the sound to the lean to the everything. They all owe Lil Wayne. I would I would say that, but the thing about that, there's definitely a large influence, but the genre is also getting a lot. There's a lot of different sounds. Yeah, true. There's a lot of different types of art. True. And the other thing about that is no one's doing remixes anymore. Because when you do a remix, you can't put it on all platforms, right? Everybody's making original music, which means there's a lot of different types of art. We see those, we see those clones, of course, but there's so many different types of lo-fi and the chills and the Cousin Stiz and the Larry Junes. And there's so many different types of art now. That you're going to see those clones, but there's still so many different types of artists if you look. And the thing about me, you don't have to be lit. You don't have to have 3 million followers. Ten. You don't have to be a huge artist for me to like your music. We all in this room know local artists who are nice. They're not as lit as Lil Wayne, but their music, we can listen to their music. We like their music. You don't have to be famous to make good music. You know what I mean? So you're not going to go on Spotify and find some random small artists. Of course, you got to go on some blogs and things like that to stumble stumble on new people. But for the most part, there's so many artists who are not even famous, who I can name right now, who are not even big like that, who make dope music. Yeah, 
I think the, the biggest part, and to go with what Q was saying, is that, you know, there's a difference between, you know, having an influence and taking bits and pieces for yourself instead of just this is what I'm doing. It sounds like, but I do this part just a little differently. My dreads are red or my young thug or whatever. I so, didn't, and it was hard for me to accept young thug. I'm still me, like, you try to shoot this man and you me try too. to be this man and you name your album after this man. It's I'm still like, yeah. you did a song with Thug and then Birdman. I'm still like, and then your boy was getting locked up and accused for being a shooter. I'm still like, but then I like Gunna. I'm like, that's just Young Thug's artist. So I'm like, mm, Gunna trash. I don't know who's trash. <laughs> Gunna's trash. <laughs> Gunna's cool. But trash. the thing about it is, shit, you got to you got to remember, take a ride with me to Atlanta. When you go out to different places, go go with me to Atlanta and put some gun on. That's what I be go trying to Go with me to Atlanta and put on some baby. Put on an old Gucci mixtape. It's a different vibe. You hear baby the same way you heard Gucci back in the early Yeah, it, it, it's different. When you out there in the Caribbean and you put some reggae on, it's different. So you got to go to different places to feel these people's different vibes, and you don't you don't look at it like that. And it's different between, like, how are you listening to the song? Because when I was younger, I would I would hear Gucci and walk, and I'm like, what the hell are these Motherfucker suck. You know what I mean? I want to listen to Young Jeezy. But if somebody, Lil Wayne if and somebody in Atlanta that relate to You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, so that's the then shit I start to listening them. to it. Yeah. You don't always listen to it like J. Cole. Sometimes you live to it. Sometimes you go get your car wash on and you go get a car wash and you put that gunner on and you're like, okay. You know what I mean? You're not necessarily on the way to on the way to work or something. Listen to that cold. You go get your car washed and you doing the vacuum and you put that gun on and you roll the windows down and you turn it up and you be like, okay, I like this album. So you got to do things differently sometimes and you hear the song differently. That's one thing I noticed too. Yeah. So what you into too? You're not gonna listen to somebody that's talking about something that's not relevant to you. Facts. You feel that's me? Relatable. Like if you're not into designer shit. And, and foreign cars and shit, you probably not going to listen to 70% of what's out there. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Or the majority of what you listen to is not what's being promoted you to the You know what's masses. crazy you to me, too? And when I see the music videos the with, all the, with all the guns and stuff, I'd be like, man, I'm, I'm too old for that shit now, bro. I'm cool, bro. Or even with the money, the cash, I'm like, bro. That's the dumbest thing in the world to me. I can't even, and I'm like. We expect I mean, you to all, have it's, money. It's all, it's all, it's all a part of it's crazy. shit. It's been the whole time. It ain't nothing but the '80s doubling back again. That's all this shit is. Yeah. Yeah. That's all this shit is. Is the '80s doubling right back again? We rapping about the same shit that niggas started rapping about when rap was starting to become ferocious. Well, we got to introduce him. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is just coming. History repeats itself, bro. Facts. You feel me? And it's like. How do we go from the crack era to we I'm I was born in 89. We was born in 89, so we had a whole generation, a different I call it like the skip generation. There was not really they weren't really we were having about like 20-inch rims and and air forces and shit like that. It wasn't nice. really that was a whole time block where like nothing too detrimental was being put out there besides like tip drill and like uh, rap after night. What was it? What was that shit? What was the uh, show? BET uh, Uncut. BET Uncut. Shit like that. That's kind of really like they acted like that was so horrible. But like when you compare it to what was before that and what's going on now, it's like that was like a middle area where shit wasn't really being thrown down our throats like that, except for like the promotion of like big pimping and yeah, money well, and things, shit yeah. like that. But now it's like it's it's doubled back all the way around. Now families is being fucked up because niggas is on pills. 
Yeah. And motherfuckers yeah. is drinking lean. And mm. motherfuckers is getting funneled right from the school to prison pipeline all over again. Like, the shit is... You go to some of these other cities, bro, you ain't even got to go. Just look the shit up on the gram. You'll see, man, it's it's some teenage niggas out here with ladders on their guns. Like, it's the thing to do. <laughs> a whole group of them in a the picture. You be yeah, like... That shit's crazy to me. Like, you niggas is acting like you living in motherfucking Syria. Yeah. Trying to be on that Chicago You shit. feel me? Like, it's crazy how that shit has such... Like, we grew up and we heard how hip-hop has such an effect on... What, let's let's say what gang culture shit like that. Yeah. That's kind of what we kind of were in pocket to with West Coast music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. But like it's crazy to see how that shit is truly like perpetuating. Mm-hmm. How these little motherfuckers is coming up. Like they you really be careful with that energy too. It's really all that, but it's really like this is how it is for them. And it's it's like it's the norm. Well, and we also you know what have saying? To the way we went to house parties and did shit like this is they norm. Well, it, it, it also is, is a representation of the, of the lives that we live because we also have to think about, you know, when some of us were growing up and I'm a little bit older than y'all, that we didn't have access to what was going on like that in, in Chicago right. and Louisiana. So now, again, it's more just because of the exposure. We're like, these niggas been doing this for 30 years. Right, right. But we only see it now. It's like, this is all these motherfuckers do. You had to go there but to that city and find out before. You have to travel to see it. Now, yeah. it's like, look, all you got to do is scroll. As soon as you can just open it. We ain't it. even got to scroll. You it's just, going to be put in your you face without it. you looking and, for it. And there it is. And that's just yeah. the way of life. So part of it, yeah, I think it's, it's a cycle that it comes back around. But I also think that a lot of it is the lifestyle that people live because of the environment that they're surrounded in. Ghettos ain't went nowhere. Traps ain't went nowhere. We yeah, call yeah. it a trap, but it was a crack house before. Right. You know, abandoned house before that. Like, right. so, you know, all of this shit is still the same. It's just gradually growing and we just changing the names of it. Right. And the exposure to it now is, is so, so much greater because right. now you can look at it. We can ride down the block and you can be like, yep, I remember so-and-so used to do whatever, whatever. I look, I'm tatted from right down the street. I can ride through there and tell you. Over here was that. Boom. There. I can tell you. Right. So um, it's, it's just different. It's, it's a cycle. It, everything is cyclical. Right. And, and, you know, not to get biblical, but in the Bible and Ecclesiastes, it talks about now there's, there's nothing new under the sun. And I right. live by that. Mm. I live by that because there's nothing that you're going to go through that somebody who is 100 years in the grave didn't go through. And the same for you and all of us. It's just it's a it's just a way of life. The experiences that we gonna have. He cheated, somebody down the street gonna cheat. His wife gonna kill him, somebody across the world's wife's gonna kill him. It's all the same shit. It's just an exposure to this. Yeah. It's slowly starting to you're starting to see something like NLD Chopper. He's starting to not rap about some of the shit he was rapping about before. He's uh-huh. posting he's posting his yoga workouts and shit like that. And then, then he was just wilding out with his baby mama though. I heard about that. Over there with the garage. Well, he's a young man. No, like, I, I can't hold that against him. He'd be but probably, you can't contradict you know, what you're selling. Right. But if he ain't you got nobody I mean? around him to pull this coattail, he, he's, he's probably living not with his moms. Make the right. they, they lit. You got bread, yeah. but you're still with your moms. You that might be the safest with, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I peeped. Probably doing still it for with you. your moms. Probably doing it for a reason. Right. But you got to think about it, right? Because a lot of things. He's still young and immature. But I would say that's the reason. He could be doing it because if he get out here. When you have kids with somebody, too, it's probably different. As a young man, that's a growing pain to grow through a situation like that with a woman. You don't. If you don't Facts. have nobody literally with but you, but the one every thing I would say to challenge you, why are you going over to see your baby mama strapped? Why do you bringing that with you? Especially if you know her dad. There. Nah, it wasn't. No, because he already got cleared to come over. 
She ain't gonna clear you to come over with somebody with another nigga over there. I hope not. I wouldn't put. You never know. But not you don't. But she. But but she don't know how he is. So you know how he is. Already crazy. And you gonna tell him to, it's okay for him to come see his kid uh, how old is with she another she nigga over not there making the right decisions. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's a these cats. These cats are young, bro. You gotta. Facts. They dealing with a lot. I'm That's a lot of limelight. That's a lot of credit. Yeah, bro. That's a lot of limelight. That's a lot of True. money, bro. That's people a, ain't that logical. Some people probably want to turn all that shit off sometimes and be regular. Especially when you come from them situations they come from. A lot of them cats they want the money, but some of them cats be like, man, this shit is a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of pressure. They probably want to turn that shit off and just. I want to. I want to do the shit. Kick that it I used one day. Can I just kick it yeah. one day instead of having to be conscious of every fucking move I make, every time I take a step, every time I move my arm and my hand, motherfuckers is waiting for me to do something. Even the older that they can take too. and run with. You know what I'm saying? So it, I don't. These young cats, I don't put. You know, I don't put too much pressure on them because it's. Who can you trust around you? Would you gonna trust somebody older? You don't really know it, but they in your life because they genuine and they trying to come up or trying right. to. I think he still has his from, immediate parents you know though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I he wouldn't. I wouldn't want to have the watch. That's, shit. Watch so that's some of the toxic shit. Go, that's you know some of the toxic shit ever to have. Some people's parents yeah. ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I think his reason. I think his mom is cool. I mean, I don't know anything about what's going on, but I've seen her like in the behind the scenes at like the breakfast club and stuff like that. So she was kind of playing like that manager role too. Oh, he'd been, that's, that's, that's a smart thing, thing to do. Yep. Yeah. But I think I seen her behind the scenes and stuff that's and I was like, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. kind of cool. Especially cause he, they know, need to see shit like that, bro. There needs to be more right. people that are not afraid to do that. Cause there's so many young cats. I feel like they got the spirit to do shit like that. Right. And he keep but they probably think house. it ain't cool. They probably think it's better to have a whole bunch of people around them, a whole bunch of niggas around them. that ain't really conducive to, Right. The growth of the situation. Facts. Mm-hmm. So it's just like with anything, bro. It's cats that's our age that probably want to do other things and probably interested in doing shit, but it ain't cool when they pull up and talk about it. Yeah. Now them niggas is sleeping on a dream, and now you're going to go to the grave and be in your deathbed wondering what if. Like, you got to put it all on the floor, baby. Facts. Like, this, this, you only get one ride at this life, bro. You only, mm-hmm. this shit you is already know because they see, man, you're doing so man. much and you want to be, oh, I see you with the, and you like, this, shit man, is, this shit is to be experienced, on, bro. There's a lot of people out here that think like you that need to hear what you got to say that might not never be in the same city as you ever. Right. Yeah, or exactly. in the same country. Facts. But they just need to hear you say it. Yep. Because they might want to, looking at somebody that's on, might feel like that's too far off that's to me. I can't relate to that shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never get there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So they might need somebody that they feel maybe is like more relatable to them say it. And it might just confirm everything that they was already thinking. You know what I'm saying? Or just keep them keep them motivated. Right. They might need to just Facts. stay engaged into what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, and I know yeah. and I know for a fact all of us, we all we all in this room, we do something. So when people See you post something on the gram and they hit your DM like, bro, I love what you got going. Yeah. Nigga, that makes it's me motivating. keep going. Like, yep. You got your YouTube shit right. moving around. Yep. You know, you're doing your production shit, your music, your fitness shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It kind of confirms everything you're doing because you be like, sometimes it's like, you be like, man, am I, am I playing myself? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. My brother sent me myself, a text. Bro, like, My brother sent me a text the other day and it was a screenshot from one of his homies. And it was like. Hey, I heard your brother's album. Keep telling him to do his shit. I fuck with this project. Right. And he sent me that screenshot. And I was like, damn, that's heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit changed my whole vibe, bro. Yeah, yeah. I seen it's so crazy. I was in traffic the other, like a couple weeks ago. And I seen one of my one of my homies from the east side, a blood nigga, right? And uh, I'm like, man, I had my baby in a car. Nigga, some car like on the side of me going crazy, driving fast. I'm like, he looking at me, I'm looking at him. And uh, and I ain't seen I ain't seen my homie in a long time. Like it's been a minute. And 
and he rolled his window down. Like, what's good, man? He was like, man, I love the shit you doing, fam. You feel me? I love it. Nigga, keep doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? So that shit made, made a nigga like, you know what? I got to <laughs> keep, I I keep running, keep man. Grinding. You do. Because there might be one motherfucker that you touch. Yeah, yeah. You might have wanted to touch millions, but... It might not be in your, you know what I'm saying? In that lane, it might not be in your card or whatever. So you might touch one motherfucker that they might think about making a bad decision one day and might <clears throat> revert yeah. to some shit you said or some exactly. shit you told them when you saw them. And they'd be like, right. man, I And it can't all be about you. Like, I'm here to do God's it work. It ain't never about you. I'm not here to it ain't try really to about you. nothing or do this whatever he needs me to fam. do. Um, I got him. Your stint on this earth no. is all temporary, man. Ain't none of this shit permanent. Ain't none of this shit permanent. We all here for a certain amount of years, bro. So it ne- it ain't really never about you, especially if you black. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Like, we got a motherfucking obligation to try to dig the next generation up out of this rut that we've been in since we got brought to this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- there's a, uh, it-, it ain't everybody's bag to do that. You know what I'm saying? Some, some motherfuckers just want to get a little piece of change and enjoy their tenure on this earth and check out. Can't blame somebody for that because what we go through being black in this country, don't nobody else have to go through when we step outside. So yeah. some of it's hard to sacrifice the money you make or the, the money you save and, and pass that off to somebody that's coming behind you because you'd be like, shit, I ain't did shit out here. I ain't enjoyed nothing. Can I enjoy a little something? So it's like right. a, nobody else in this country has to deal with that. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. No, no other race of people has to deal with that stigma on their brain. I don't every think day. people should stay in this country as much right. as they do, man. Because you go to other places, you, you, you go out, you go out to the Caribbean. You can't walk past somebody without <laughs> saying hi. You go and to and Circle and K. And you go black. walk outside right now, walking down the sidewalk, they might look past you. You know what I mean? You go out there, they, right? You know, I was at a restaurant out there in the Caribbean, and I knew somebody from the bar that I met like a couple nights before, and I was like, "Hey, is what's his name here?" And he was like, "Yeah," and they was she just looked at me, didn't answer me. Kind of just gave me a look, right? And then I was like, oh, did I do something wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm out here. She must know that I'm from the States or something like that, right? They know. They know. And then she, then she came back with them, and then she was like, make sure next time you come here, you always say hello, how are you doing? And you greet right. somebody before you ask them something. Yeah, and yeah. that's how strict it is, you know what I mean? Out there, out here, you might walk down that's, the sidewalk, see somebody, and not even from. look. Look in the direction, hit somebody at the from. mailbox, and I'm like, that's yeah. crazy. And I be peeping it out here. That's something I mean, that we so got away from. I, I basic keep some of those, those vibes with me, and I try to bring them out here, but I just be, be watching. Even if it's somebody black, white, it don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least acknowledge them. It's out there, it's, it's for sure. It won't that, even help you. It's like that it even, won't even, help even you in out different there. states. It's, I was about to say, is that because You can I go to Atlanta, bro, and people will speak to you when you're walking down the street. You go to other cities and people will speak to you. It's just something about this shit. We don't have a culture of supporting each other out here, it's not the norm. Feel me? It is, it, it, it's it, getting better. It's getting better because the Black Lives Matter can't definitely from, helped it. You can't run from it forever, bro. You it know, definitely you helped fuck it. With, you gotta have some form of like camaraderie with the people that you around, yeah. that you immediately around. People or it's just gonna be people be it's scared. It's gonna be chaos. I, I mean, that's the thing, though. You don't know what kind of motherfucker you walking past or you speak. Right. To. But if you're at the end of the day, yeah, good, bro, you, you shouldn't even worry. Don't even worry about that shit, man. You can't right. help if somebody else is on bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can only like, of, you might rub some bullshit, you might rub somebody the right way yeah, by speaking nice. to them that day. They might be going through some bullshit. And that kind somebody, of goes, ain't nobody said nothing to them in a whole week. That was and that was gonna you go what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit though. Right. It's like instead of trying to reach a mass of people, just the ones that you touch. If you do touch them, make it impactful. Right. 
That's the thing that I do with the with the channel and, and shit like that is I you know what I don't care how many people actually watch it, but if somebody if somebody texts me, if somebody DM me or whatever, I'm like, yo, that video hit home. I want to be impactful. Right, right. It's great to to reach a bunch of people. But for me, as long as what I'm doing is impactful in some way, shape, or form, whether I hear it or not, that's what matters to me. Right. Because a lot of people want to do it to be seen and do it to be on and be whatever. Like, no, we do stuff. You want to see your clients get to what their goals are. You make music for the love of it. You right. represent the whole city. <laughs> I don't think I know nobody who rep the city as much as you do. I Look, in that that's where the power comes is being genuine and being impactful yep. and be, when you put those two together, you're the, the shit is going to spread like a wildfire. And that's how I kind of felt like with the music, like everybody wants to get on, have all these followers, make all this money, treat music like a get rich quick scheme. Mm-hmm. I was at my old job and of course I have songs that are explicit or talk about something or something like that. But I was playing a lot of my instrumentals. Of course those have no words on them. So I would just play like a hundred beats and then I had somebody tell me one day that was like, hey, I really like when you play your music because I get anxiety at work. And it helps me with my flow and it helps me stay calm and stuff like that. I love when you play your beats, keep playing your beats at work. And I was like, okay. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people can't just listen to instrumentals. They're not even used to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to hear that, I was like, all right, not only that is cool, it's actually helping you with a, a disorder or your anxiety. Yes. That's crazy. And yeah. I never heard that. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, true. And I didn't even think people was listening like that. So it's it's definitely crazy, man. You're not always looking for money. Sometimes it's something different. The money will find you if you put enough effort into it. Right. I was going to bring up one thing, man. I know we're going to move on to a different topic, but did y'all watch the uh, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend's interview? No. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah, so uh, Gail that said that disrespectful shit about Kobe, she interviewed him the other day. She and, would be uh, the one that. Yeah, Mark, go ahead. Uh, from what from what he explained is that he's the one who called the police because he thought somebody was breaking in, and then when the cops came inside, he actually shot at them. Yeah, and they shot back and yeah, so they shot. So they shot and killed his girl, and they had him outside, pretty much treating him like you know just dogging him. Of course, and he said that the police asked him, "Did you get hit anywhere?" And he was like, "Nah, I didn't." And then the officer said. That's unfortunate. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm not you know what surprised. What I mean? bro. And was this kind of like dragging them like from, it was like wet and rainy and they were just like dragging them. And uh, I mean, it was cool because we got to hear his side of the story and what happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't spoke out about it, but I feel, man, I mean, that's, that situation is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, this innocent girl died for, you know what I mean? Zero, right. zero police. You know what zero that reminds me of? How bad that situation makes us feel is that the whole Black Lives Matter, how you hear people say, oh, it's ran by these people or it's ran by these people and these people are corrupt. And I, I always look at them like no matter who it's ran by or anything like that, there's always going to be people who try to pretend to be a certain group and pay people to do corrupt stuff to make that group look bad. You even see with the the Democrats and the Republicans, you know what I mean? There's always going to be stuff like that when there's an organization that big. But even if you're trying to act like it's ran by some corrupt people, it's waking people up. Black lives matter. You can't do black people dirty for no reason. Can't do anybody dirty for no reason. So it's something that 
is actually becoming known and it's raising the notoriety. So even if you think it's ran by somebody corrupt, you can't focus on that because it's already succeeding. People already are aware of it now. Notoriety is everything. I think that people are just starting to question what is being done with the trying to word this. Nope. The way say I'm trying it, to, nope. Say it. Say it. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to say it in like what the their way end game is. They try to say what their. They try to say what their end game is. I think that right? people are trying, starting to try to question why are people drawing me into this. You know what I'm saying? With with what is their goal of what they're doing, and people are starting to try to put things together because we've been getting hoodwinked. Anything that has been, I always tell people this shit. Anything that's been done to black people in America, on some form of like righteousness, has always came with some underhanded bullshit. Right, but at least but every single thing. I but can't they're find talking one. about it. Yeah. So when people try to say in game, they're trying to draw me into it, and I don't know what they want from me and things like that. And I'm like, we're already succeeding. They weren't even talking about this. We're all what, twenty, thirty. You know what I mean? So they weren't even talking about this stuff before. They didn't even give us the respect that we was going through something. So even if it takes baby steps, that's cool with me. Because before walking around dark skin brother with dreads, they weren't even talking about it. Every time I saw a cop behind me, I don't even got nothing on me. I ain't even drinking or smoking, and I'm still got all my registration. You know what I mean? So the fact that they're even talking about it, they even acknowledge it, all right, I'm cool. Let's take it from here. And you see what just happened with Ice Cube? I'm going to let you get into that, Chi. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. Um, kind of talk about it. I saw something You see what that. he posted today, right? He said, when I sold, he said, when I... Uh, I've seen that when he... Yeah. yeah, he said, first they called me a sellout when I started selling records on the radio. And he said, now I got my own basketball league and I sold out the arena and that's a sellout. But pretty much he's just talking about the backlash he's getting for pretty much working with Trump. But I'm like, I saw something else and it was like, why does Trump always go to rappers? Because who did he go to before Ice Cube? Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye, right? Isn't there a group of bunch of black legislators that's, and that's, things that's, like that's that who are been work on policy? How come you don't give them an opportunity? That's what I'll be trying to tell hey, people. Cube, you like, can't, why you are we can't always looking to entertainers? Slot them? Why, why are we always looking to entertainers to be a voice? I, they have influence, influence but we, influence. we kind of play ourselves. You know what? He's like, scared of them black them legislators. Trump don't want to go mess with them. Like We, we kind of are like playing ourselves expecting them to just say fuck it and put everything on the line. They might not even have been built like that before they got the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it might be that they might be that kind of person that's like, I don't want nothing to do with that shit. I just want a couple dollars out here. So we can't be looking to like entertainers to be the ones. It would be nice. It would be dope. It would shift a whole lot of shit. A whole quick, lot of shit. Quick. Especially if they did it all together. But the shit is just not everybody ain't willing to sacrifice that shit. You feel me? And who's to say? I, I want to chastise somebody like that, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know that person's situation, bro. I don't know if they're really getting the, the amount of money that it appears that they have or what kind of motherfucking constraints. Like, niggas in the NFL, we know they're not speaking up. The NFL got more chastities on, on, on black players than anybody. It's a reason you don't see them doing shit. For real. That's like the fact. NBA players. It's a reason you don't see them speaking up. They got more motherfucking restraints on them as far as speaking out to the media and doing – they'll cut them at their legs. Yep. And replace them with a motherfucker just like that. That quick. Like that. They'll call a motherfucker up who been on standby waiting to play that's working at Chili's. 
You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. That's they. That's how they do. That's why NFL players are so. It's set up like that. All, first of all, because of injuries, mm-hmm. you got to have people in reserve to be NFL's cutthroat. But add that to it. Add the part about it being black to it. You know what I'm saying? And they audience is predominantly what middle aged white people. Kaepernick still ain't picked up. It's they they audience is predominantly middle aged white people. Under, undercover motherfuckers who be on that bullshit. Mm-hmm. They the only time they really, really say that you know uh, 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 um, things are righteous is when they watching niggas play football. They don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So the NFL is not gonna cater to that shit. You know what I mean? So you gotta be as a I think as somebody who is an athlete, you kind of gotta. Is there's really no right way or wrong way to do it? I, I think it's all based on who you are as the athlete. You might not have room to say some shit that's that's real because you might cut your bag off. Yeah, and you might not be able to put nobody in position. It might be you might have a whole neighborhood looking at you like, bro, you gotta, you, you the one, you the one. You know what I'm saying? How, how else is this shit gonna change over here if you don't do it? You you right there. So I, I understand. Some people might not be able to say it right when it happens, or yeah. they might not be in that spot in their career where they've made enough money to where they can say, look, if they come take all this shit, I'm good. I done put money up here, here, and here. I done learned how to keep this shit. I done learned how to invest right. money and put it in places to where it's already rolling. They can't fuck with that money. They can only touch this money that I might potentially make with them. So that's everybody ain't in that position. You feel me? And I, I rode I rode, I rode on athletes for a long time. But that con- I, I ain't watched football in almost damn near three seasons, bro. And that's saying a lot coming from our side of the family. Yeah. And it's because of that, that Kaepernick shit, because I'm tainted with that shit. I'm like, y'all niggas is weird. All y'all niggas is weird. The announcers, the, y'all niggas is retired and y'all still talking shit, not like kowtowing down for these people for a job. Bro. It's like, Man. what the, but that's crazy. That's the thing that fucks How do you, me. like niggas like Ray Lewis, how do you get you chastised t- by these people like Vic? How do you let them railroad you and then you turn around and you're that afraid? For them to do that again to where you just down Colin Kaepernick after you know all the shit he's speaking is 100. What did Michael Vick say about Colin? Cut your hair. Cut your afro. I think I saw that. That was like, before. He, that was still when he was in the league, shit, right? Shit is yeah. corny, he said if bro. you want to get a job or something. Didn't he say yeah. pretty much if you want to get a job, clean up, basically? Mm. Yeah, that's corny. And that's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I don't said. like shit like that, bro, because that is the template he said, for coming up afro. as a young black man in America. Yep. That's the fucking... And that's the thing that's perpetuated on yeah. us. Uh, don't ruffle no feathers. Don't try to go out here and be innovative. Walk the line. Yeah, you feel me? That. Walk the line. Don't. How the yeah. fuck are we going to go out and create Ubers and, and, and Netflix and things like this? And how are we going to create things like Amazon and be creative and, 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 and innovative if we are constantly being afraid of just walking the line and not shaking nothing up? Right. Like... This shit is contradicting. How can you tell a person to go out here in the world and be all they can be, but then, hold on, don't do it like that. Sounds good. Come on, fam. It's like, what are we really talking? It's like everything that's preached to us is all surface level shit. It's all fantasy, imaginary shit. It's all shit that's outside of us that has us looking to, that has us not looking within to to be who we are. It's always some shit that's outside of us because if they knew, if we all knew that we could manifest some shit internally, and we don't need outside validation. They know everybody would be coming up. Right, but everybody got a gift. Right. You got to so, find it. Let me say this. So you, you hit on something that I wanted to address for a long time. And the whole, we talk about generations. 
and the people before us setting the foundation for us. Right. And when you say Ray Lewis, when you say Deion Sanders, when you say Jerry Rice, when you say Aaron Clark, when you say all of these people all who have idols. done the time in the league, who have built themselves up to be able to speak against these injustices and even to allow these players to get to a point to be able to speak about these injustices and they don't do anything about it, it sets the tone for the rest of the yes, world. Yes, Because yeah. they are the examples yes. that we have. Yes, that's why this Big Baller brand is so important. I, listen, I used to hate LeVar Ball. Man. I, he could, I couldn't stand that motherfucker. His son but the just fact bought the fucking team he was playing for overseas. The uh, Australian team? Uh, Lithu- Lithuania. Lithuania. LaMelo just bought that team? Yes, him and his manager. They own the team. And now he about to get drafted. Like, this is the shit that young people need to see. These people yep. need you way more than you need them. And we so busy talking down about, e- about each other, downing what the nigga's doing and how he's doing it. Fuck how he's doing it. Look at what he's doing and what, what he's he getting do? to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? A, that's a whole different bag. You know what I mean? That's, that's like, creating a whole different set of opportunities. They need to that's see global. that shit. You got a million, you got a million followers global. and you in high school? These people need you way more than you need them. Right. Trust me. Right. Yeah. They're not selling shit without you. They if, need that million. If the top, if, if that's the top turning 10, into 10 when you hit the league yeah. off top. Yep. Yeah. The top 10 NBA players decide, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go start our own league and leave them with the, the, the rest of the 90%. That league that they create will do way better numbers instantly because they are what brings the tickets. The NBA is the entity, but it don't sell shit. It used to be that, okay, yeah, you had Jordan and everybody else. You had Shaq and Kobe and everybody else. But then as we start to look at it, it's like, no, it's the NBA here. And then you have the LeBron. And then you have Anthony Davis and Steph Curry and KD and Kyrie. And if you take all the top ten, the NBA will struggle because the people go They're to see them. They're still struggling now. They go to see them. So if they were to take that and be the example and be like, you know what? We go, okay, systematic, you want to talk about it? We're going to shut this shit down. And, and they could. T- top 10, top 15, right? Because they had the money to do it. And it would be like But that. they're so dialed in. I need to get those rings. I need There's to a pass lot of responsibility Jordan. They're like, I can't with. start my own league and change it's, the way black and African-Americans are in this it's, country. It's, it's, this ain't for me. Those, I got to wait till the next guy. When they sign those contracts, it's set up for them not to be able to do that. Well, the way yeah. that they would want. But that's why they have those you know one-year maxes. Like, LeBron right. could easily walk off and be like, I'm yeah, fucking right. done. And everybody's doing it now. He done set the precedence. They and this is why we're not going to get into the Jordan and, Le- and LeBron debate. But from a business standpoint, LeBron has taken what Jordan has done and increased that to a different level to say that as a player. Jordan business and technology it, has also evolved, though, and it wasn't where Jordan was and, now. Because if fine. Jordan was in that... Uh, we don't technology know. was we don't now. Know. Has Jordan spoke about any of this? I think, I think what LeBron Jordan is, speak up about. I think shit. what LeBron is doing. So you see what Jordan is, just is, did with is, NASCAR is though. Embarrassing Jordan. So Jordan made a move. Okay, so I'm gonna say this, and, I, made and a move, I don't care. But he already mad. had a motorcross team. This is nothing for him. That ain't How NASCAR. Just went through some shit though. Are you appealing though. to going to NASCAR? Yeah, it's like NASCAR just had that black guy. With the with the noose. So you so okay. I'm and he's he's working with the guy who went through that, ain't he? Ain't that dude half black or something like that? I'm not co-signing anything. I'm just giving Jordan a little bit credit for at least making an effort. Jordan don't get no credit from me. I I I too passive. We too nice. We too passive. I I can't. Yeah, he's the greatest basketball player to ever live. Is he going in the right direction? No. He ain't done shit for us, as far as I'm so concerned. You know what he's doing? He's slapping a Band-Aid over all the shit that people have been asking him to call, like, been calling him to task about. He's just slapping a Band-Aid on it. 
So they'll, so they'll, so they'll stop talking about it for a little while, and what? something else will happen to where they take the attention off of him. What about NASCAR helps Black Lives Matter? We don't fuck with NASCAR. We don't what watch NASCAR. Have? We don't even... We don't even go. You know how, nigga, if you went to a NASCAR race, do you know you would feel like you had a clam rally? You might as well be at Country Thunder, nigga. Do you, do you know? Like, yes. that's not even. What could Jordan do to make an impact? First, he yeah. can say more, say something. Be more vocal. I mean, LeBron just got vocal. Like, he this year, LeBron James just Because as a man, you start to feel yeah, like. Yeah, because enough is enough, bro. Like, your I mean, kids are watching you, fam. Yeah. Your kids ain't dumb. They live in this shit. They, you think they're not talking about this shit to their friends? Kids is intelligent. Yep. Yeah. Everything that they need to see about this world is in front of their face on these cell phones. Facts. Kids ain't stupid. That's a fact. Your whole family is looking at you. So you gotta eventually you gotta be like or at a one point like what point is like enough is enough to where I've put my family in position to be okay if these motherfuckers tried to strip everything from me for standing up for what's right. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't I mean, what what Colin did was dope. But make no bones about it. Muhammad Ali did that shit at the height of his career. Yep. At the height. When there was no excuse of he's not good anymore. Or like that's the shit they thought to try to throw off on Colin Kaepernick. That's right. why he's not yeah. Yeah. Muhammad Ali did that shit at his prime. At his prime. Now granted, timelines are different. Sure. Colin when Colin was in his was in his golden you know what I'm saying? There was probably not this. It was going on, but not to this degree. Yeah, it wasn't as tense. You feel me? So I don't take that away from him. But I'm saying, like, that's what, when you're trying to be that person and you putting it all in the line, you got to do that shit while the stove is hot. So let, so you you got to really, it's like, it's, like, it's like playing a game of basketball. Don't leave it in the ref's hands. Right. It's the same shit over here. Don't leave it in these motherfuckers' hands to be able to take something and spin it off. They trying to do that off top. Leave as little bit as, as to that. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? So let me say this. And the reason why I'm so hard on Jordan about just saying anything, um, a year ago, um, my son, who is half black, quarter Japanese, and Filipino, and some other stuff, right? Looks like everybody else on the island. Got called the black kid. Says some racist stuff. Do you know how hard that conversation is to have with your son as to why this is not okay and why he has a right to be upset and what you're supposed to do to fix it? Having a voice just to be able to talk to my son, that's hard. So I understand that there's a problem or it's not the easiest thing for celebrities, athletes, whoever to speak out about because they risk their bag, their life, you know, the perception of them and their families, like all of that. I get that. But I would much rather put all of that at risk than to have to sit in front of my kid and be like, you know what, we just going to have to eat that. And to me, Jordan not saying nothing, Ray Lewis not saying nothing, everybody else who who has the, the voice and can have an impact in saying something who don't is the same thing as me looking my son in the face and be like, you know what, we got to eat that. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you, you, I mean, how can you, it's hard for somebody to stand for what's right when their whole livelihood has been handed in by an oppressive hand. You get the paycheck from the motherfuckers who really don't fuck with you. They just need you to keep their business moving. Shows your value. It, show, no. it, bring, it brings value to you, or it brings value for you to see it, but you don't comprehend how to use it right because they're paying you because you have that value. But if you say something and use that value to the betterment of the people that look like you, then they take it, take the monetary portion. They away don't want that to happen. Right. 
They would so they'll take which the re- one? they'll take the resources away. Would from you them. take the would you take the bag or I guess it depends on what you're trying to get. Would you risk the bag? Because we don't know. Right? Because yeah. if your name is that big, if you you own the team. You got your own everything. You own everything. It depends, but I don't think there's can a right, take that from I don't you. think there's a right way or a wrong way to do it because you look at somebody like a Kevin Hart. Somebody could say Kevin Hart is not as vocal as they would like him. I would to agree be. with that too. But look what he's built. This is a smart motherfucker, man. He knows that what he's here to do is way bigger than what somebody would like to see from him speak about socially. Right. Look at the laugh. Look at the Laugh Out Loud network. Look how many people he's putting on. Somebody could argue that he might not be in that position if he. That's this, all this shit, man. This Hollywood game, the entertainment game, a lot of the games you people enter in. Sometimes, man, you gotta. Finesse it. And sometimes you can't show your hand too early. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get the bag before you... Everybody's different. Somebody, some people don't care about that at all. That's true. So every, every, I think it all comes down to what... If somebody can go to sleep at night, what they can live with and what they feel like they put on this earth to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Because, yeah, like, you got to be... We, we can't always talk about certain things if we don't have people that are in position to put people in position. You feel me? Like that shit you gotta, is important. You gotta have a gatekeeper. You, that's, you, it's important. Imp- it's, it's, this shit has been going on for so long that they there are well established gatekeepers in place. So yep. we gotta have our own. Yep, I agree. You feel 100%. me? Like we gotta have people who are actually. That look, listen. That's where all the shit is. <laughs> if you want to be that, that's where all the we got a lot of shit, but we blow our shit on on things that they don't. They got all the shit. Yeah, the connections, the phone calls, the so yeah. you know what I'm saying. It, it, I guess it all comes down to the individual. And I think we do too much of trying to take famous people to task. It's like, what are you doing in your own life? Right. Can you feed people? Can you hire people? Can somebody get a mortgage off of what you're paying them every month? Can somebody afford to live in affordable housing off of what you're paying them every month so they can get themselves out of the situation they're in? Right. I would like to see us... Or, I mean, fuck what I like. I, I, my, it's my personal opinion. I think that that would uproot a lot of our issues if a lot of us focused on getting back to that. I'm and the way we dealt with each other and, and the way we addressed each other and the way we did business with each other versus always perpetuating shit out in the, in the air about what celebrities should be doing. Agreed. Because they could easily say, nigga, I worked here to get here. What the fuck are you doing? That's true. But they're not That's doing true. that. Yep. They could really easily clap back on somebody. I busted my ass. I, you don't know what I sacrificed to get here. Take somebody like LeBron. My mama was a fucking drug addict. I sacrificed everything to get here. Who the fuck are you to tell me what I'm supposed to do with my platform? Yeah, Where's I your mean, platform? I mean, yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. That I really that taking a step back from all this shit and kind of like looking at things like that. It's like okay, I get it. You right. can't tell somebody what to do with they. Now, when you go out and you start perpetuating the bullshit, we got a whole lot of responsibility to take you to task. You feel me? When you putting right. that. Perpetuate negative stereotypes about us that are already out there, and you riding the wave of saying what they want you to yeah, say about like us Bar- to get like, your check. That's like Charles Barkley, bro. And he's the a Stephen he's A. Smith, clown. The, the, all of them, man, all of them, all of the motherfuckers is clowns, bro. Yeah. They perpetuate the narrative that ESPN wants to put out about black players when it's white players dancing on motherfucking tabletops, slamming beers down their motherfucking throats, <laughs> and that shit is looked at. He's having a good time, and that's his brand. But let a nigga go in the strip club and do that, and it's a problem. He could have caused a fight. There could have been a shoot. All this type type of shit. What are you doing out at two o'clock in the morning? And you're a famous inter- you're a famous sports player, like that type of shit. You, <laughs> you know have a they, responsibility they, they, as a of, black man. Instead of intervening and saying, "Look, man, this is a 22 year old young man with millions of dollars," 
he's going to do something that's probably not for for his, conducive for his future. Yeah. <laughs> like he has an astronomical amount of money yeah, that he's not fit to keep because he don't even know nothing about the world yet, mm. let alone about how to keep some money. Yeah, facts. Who, uh, on top of that, a, a person that comes from the gutter who ain't never been around shit, ain't never seen shit. Only time they probably ever saw shit was in a specific sport. You know what I'm saying? Going to stay with other players or going on traveling trips or, or playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're so elite at what they do, they probably been traveling around doing that. And that's the only way they got to see something outside of their neighborhood Facts. or their city. You know what I'm saying? So who the fuck can you tell somebody that with, that comes from that mentality with millions of dollars? They have to see that. They have right. to see somebody do the right thing with their money. You can't just talk to people like that, bro. Yep. You can't. We are we we are very, um, I don't want to say hard headed, but we're very like, uh, we have to find out for ourselves yep. as black men. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. We got to find out ourselves, like, so that's kind of like a crutch we have because we ha- if we don't listen, man. When we walk outside growing up, you don't even have to be from the hood. We don't see black bankers. We don't see black attorneys. We don't see black hedge fund owners. When you grow up on the other side of the tracks, that shit is normal. Yep. That's the on, that's the only way it's gonna be over there. You don't have a choice but to but to, to follow this route of what we set up for you. We don't see that. So when you don't see that and you go out into the world, you don't know what's out here available to you. Being a person that's that's young and black with creative ideas and somebody that really can move around and make things happen. And speaking of being black and creative with great ideas, that's good. <laughs> No, f- like for real though, like we don't we don't see those things. So, but as far as uh, let's 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 switch gears, right? Because okay. because we we done we done hit some shit. We done got deep. We done got deep, but what I'm curious about, I done seen all over my timeline. I done seen all kind of posts and all that. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to hear about this mixtape. Okay, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, uh, Side Business, man, is dropping 1031. Uh, I'm doing it for South Phoenix, man. A lot of, uh, a lot of artists uh, in the city, man. Um, I got 20 tracks from... Uh, from a lot of different artists around the valley, and uh, man, it's it's gonna be hot, man. I got my my DJ DJ Spectacular hosting the mixtape, so it's gonna be like them DJ drama vibes. Okay, you know okay. Like, I got my boy Tyler.
produced by Tyler right here in the building. That's uh, mixing some shit for me and, and helping me put it all together. Um, but 1031, yeah, it's going to be on all streaming platforms, dropping some merch, 1031, side business merch. Uh, it's going to go crazy, man. It's going to be big, man. I'm excited. Um, I got a lot of local production um, on the mixtape. Um, I got staff music, Jay Mitch, uh, main ingredient, um, shit, uh, my boy Tyler. Um, uh, and I got a little bit of everything, man. So, um, it's going to be, it's, it's going to go crazy, man. I'm just excited. Y'all say the date, 1031 on all streaming platforms, dropping merch that day, dropping the mixtape, dropping this podcast. So it's going to go fucking down. You hear me? So let me, let me ask you this because you've been repping the city for a hot one. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know you your whole life, but, um, what made you take a break from music and then what made you jump back into it? Um, shit, I had a lot, a lot of personal shit going on in my life. You know what I'm saying? Just, um, you know, starting a family, got a son. Um, I don't know. I was just kind of, I was moving. Like I was, I was people, I was ahead of my time when I was like outside sagging, really trying to get it. Um, so I kind of took a break, took a break from things and um, set back, seeing what everybody else is doing. You know what I mean? When I be when I when I'm quiet, you don't see me posting. I'm just I'm working behind the scenes, trying to get some shit done, and I'm also watching and seeing what everybody else is doing. Um, but yeah, I just kind of had to take a little breather, man. I think I was just doing too much. You know what I mean? Just needed a break, bro. Like 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 right now, I feel like I'm doing too much. Like for for the mixtape drop on the 31st, I got I started the podcast back up. So I'm pushing that. I'm pushing the Make South Phoenix Great Again movement. Um, I got the side business, the merch about to drop, the mixtape about to drop. Um, I just got so much shit going on. And trying to stay active, man. That's what it's about, st- staying active and, um, and, and you know, just grinding. That's, you know, that's it. So when you made the decision, what was the final, like, the nail? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this shit. Like, what, what was that thought like or talking through that process? Uh, man, to be honest with you, man, I just kind of listening to a lot of music out here. Just kind of, uh, like a lot of the homies that's dropping, like my homies from Desert, Desert Water Records, uh, the home team, you know, like Judge the Boss, E-Bat, um, you know, producers like Main Ingredient, Staff Music. So when I see a lot of them putting out their projects, I said, man, you know what? Let me put out a project, but let me get all of, all of my peers Everybody that's doing something for the city on one tape, you know what I mean? Instead of me just listening to everybody's shit, let me put them all on one tape, and we're going to get it moving like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. So if you had, if you had to pick one, one joint from the, from the whole project that you say, like, this is the one that, this is the one, which one can you pick one? Yeah, yeah, man. I think uh, the single that I'm going to push it's called Outside. It's with uh, Judge the Boss, myself, Will Clay, and J Rock. I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be the the record that I'm gonna push. And then I got another song with Sincerely Collins and LB Grand, and myself called Nasty Room 2.5. <laughs> uh, I think those two are gonna make a lot of noise. I got a lot of other songs on the tape, but those two are gonna be the ones that I'm gonna really, 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 really push. How many are on there? Um, twenty. God damn. 
going to be because we got a, a list of them. Yeah, like my goal, like for this for this tape, like, and a lot of people out here ain't doing what I'm doing. Like I'm on some like DJ Khaled vibes, yeah. where I I get different artists that may never do music with each other, and I put them all on. I put I pick like the songs that I have. I kind of picked everybody. Like I want you on this. I want you on this. I want you with him. I want you with him because. A lot of these dudes I put together, they don't have music with each other. Like, they know each other, but they don't have music. So, it's some exclusive shit that you may not, that you ain't heard before. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. That's what's up. It's good, man, because, you know, it's like what we talked about before, where you collaborating and putting people together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that's the thing that, that I've always loved about you as a person, is you bring people together the way that, that you do. And I don't think nobody can. I don't, I don't, I don't think I met nobody who who is as tapped in with so many people. And that's like off the strength of your name alone to be able to say, man, I'm gonna do this. Cause it's she, and, yeah. and it's a lot of respect. Yeah. And it's love, man. I, I mean, uh, it, I mean, it was kind of hard, I man. It wasn't easy trying to put this together, but the people that really rock with me, they rock with me. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of cats that I reached out to that left me on the back burner, but it's good. It's ain't no love lost. You know, I'm just going to keep moving and doing what I'm doing and, and Connecting these dots and putting these pieces to the puzzle, man. Because I love, I, I just love bringing people together, man. That's what I've always, uh, I've always been about that, man. Like events, you know, music. I mean, fashion, like just collabing with people. So that's always been like uh, a good golden thing that I, I, that I love. I love it. That's what's up. That's what's up. One more thing, we're gonna tap in before we get out of here. What is y'all listening to right now in your car? What I mean, what what new music y'all y'all fucking with? Let's start with you, Q. You know me though. <laughs> I'm slapping a lot of Larry, Primo Rice out of New Orleans. Okay. Um, cousin Stiz. Yeah, Stiz. Um, I've been on Young Blue lately. Okay. Yeah, you hear that new song with Drake? No. Drop yes today or yesterday. Yeah, they got a new song. Um, I'm trying to think, man. I've been on like a lot of a lot of laid back shit, a lot of cool shit, bro. Because my energy, I gotta some of this shit out here, bro. You, this shit to penetrate your energy, bro. Facts. Some of this shit you listen to, and your whole demeanor is just off. You find yourself like thinking about shit that you thought about at 19. You, you feel me? Like sh- that's one of the things I'm talking about. <laughs> This it's I dope. Mean, I'll play it. I'll play it when I'm. I don't listen to it. Listen I, to it. I, it has its time and place. It's it has its time and place, but that nigga ain't talking about shit, man. I'm I'm 32, man. I'm trying to get these businesses off the ground, man. I'm my 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 whole spirit is really different right now. So I will play that shit in the gym when I really need to turn up or on the way to the gym. And I'm like, man, I gotta I gotta shake the cobwebs up. I gotta get in it. But outside of that, bro, you know. Not to take away n- nothing from those artists, because a lot of that shit is pain music if you really want to be your hundred. A lot of it is pain music, let's be real. Uh, so it's relatable to a lot of people, but just where I'm at, bro, I'm kind of been, I've really been on my oldie shit. I've been doing a lot of 90s shit, a lot of Christopher Williams, shit like that, a lot of, you know, Bill Bev DeVoe, just to, just to kind of break up the monotony, you know what I'm saying? Of listening to the same shit all the time because that shit affects your psyche, bro. And you go out into the world with that energy. 
you listen to certain shit, bro, you gonna go out into that world with facts. when you walk out the house with that energy. Yeah, you know facts, that might facts. bring on some shit that ain't even need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Versus if you was just niggas, some of these niggas need to listen to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, facts. facts. Real <laughs> shit, bro. I'm being dead. Fucking sick. Yeah. For one, this is where your music comes from. Yeah. yeah. This is where your spirit comes from. As as as, you know what I'm saying? Like this is where the music all started. You might hear a lot of shit you hear today, and even like when we came up, that came from these songs. Go listen to some of that old shit and see how many Jay Z beats you re- you recognize, exactly. and how many yeah. Dipset beats you recognize. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that shit is like Bootsy Collins, derivative, you know, derived from Bootsy Collins. Um, a lot of parliament shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Club. So like, oh, no, that's just what I've been on lately. I've been on a lot of chill shit, a lot of burner, a lot of currency, a lot of Ooh. just a lot of laid back shit, bro. Just to to, to keep my sanity. You know? That's what it do. Classic. Yeah. What you been on, man? Shit, man. I'm all over the place, honestly. Um, I ain't really listened to much. I just uh, I just picked up the the new Sue Surf album, um, which I'm I guess I'm late on, um, because I mean I've been my shit goes. Sue Surf. Battle rapper Sue Surf? Yeah. You actually listen to his catalog? Shit is fire. You he makes he makes crazy struggle music. You heard that song 2 a.m.? Yep. Mm. He's he's sometimes he struggle to find a beat, and you know one minute uh, me and one of my boys we talk about that all the time. But his 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 music is crazy across the board. You so heard that song forever over? I, it's much that I haven't heard. Mm. It's, 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 I mean the dude is he's he's phenomenal. Yeah, he, um, he is. But aside from that, man, I jump back and forth between that and I listen to, I mean, it's not music, um, but I listen to Eric Thomas' podcast a lot. I'm on the podcast okay. heavily. It's, I mean, that's that's how I'm getting through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I to get to where I need to get to. Because that struggle music, man, it puts you in a different, it puts me in a different frame of mind. Because it, it tells me every day I got to go out and get it. I'm going to tell you something is. funny, though. I seen uh, something on Twitter, and it like, man, I pulled up to the light, and next to me was a car full of bad bitches. And tell me why I had a podcast on. I see some replies. They was like, why did you switch it over to some Wheezy or something real quick? Yeah. I, that's that for me. I'm, I'm all about. I never oh, forgot man, that. Man, I will pull up to a whole stoplight windows down listening to a podcast. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, I listen to that. I catch this vibe over here. <laughs> right. I'm learning something. Exactly. So yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, mainly, mainly surf. I've been on that. I've been on that currency. Like I said, we put that 21 on when we hooping. I've been on that gunna. I like gunna sound. It's fun. It's good energy. I've been on that. Uh, that Wayne. For the most part, I've been working on my own music a lot too. So I don't really always really jump to the Apple Music most of the time. I might put on a rough draft or open up one of the projects I'm working on for a little bit and just vibe to that for the most part. Okay. Me, man, I've been on that uh, Tory, of course. <laughs> Feel me? Uh, my boy Will Clay quoted. Amazing album. Um, Oakland Nights by Kamaya. She's cold. <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite one right now. Coffee and Kush by Problem. He dropped volume one. Problem? Like what? Problems? He been <laughs> quiet. Is he still with Taylor Gang and them? Or he doing his own thing? <laughs> He's uh, with Rostam Records. Yeah, Rostam. That's Wiz's old label. We did Black and Yellow. He is the coldest. Um, he cold, bro. I, I, I love his music, bro. It's just 
was engineer. That's that West Coast too. Production. That West Coast too. Uh, and then I've been fucking with Blast. I haven't heard of Blast. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an artist slash producer. Cold. Okay. Different sound. I'm telling y'all to lock on his album, No Love Lost. When we leave this motherfucker, like, <laughs> he's that fire. His it's so crazy because I just watched an interview with him on No Jumper, and I mean, me thinking he like he from he from L.A. Me thinking he a gangbanger, but he's just a dude that grew up in skateboarding. Mm-hmm. That started doing uh, fucking with Photoshop, graphic design, and then graphic design led him into making beats. Beats led him into doing music, and then he said his his music's based off his his relationships he's been in. Like he said, I've had some shitty relationships, so my music. I mean, that's all I talk about. Heart, you know, I'm gonna heart, use that. You know what I mean? Heartbreak, use heartbreak, that. sorrow. You know I was what I'm looking saying? looking for some content. I'm gonna use that. So, <laughs> started a whole YouTube channel off of it. Y'all, so. t- y'all, y'all tap into Blast, man. I, I, that's my favorite artist right that's now. That's dope. Yeah, he's, he's my favorite artist. Where's he coming out of? He's from LA. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, just a different dude, bro. Just sitting down and, like me, I, like I said, I, I'm thinking all LA niggas is gangbangers. You know what I'm saying? Right. He was just like, nah, like, you know, I grew up around it, but. I was skateboarding and shit. You know what I'm saying? He a vegan. He, he, you know, he hits the vape. A lot of creativity. Yeah, he hits the vape. He don't drink. You know what I mean? Just like, I'm thinking niggas be turning up all day. He's like one of them niggas, I make my music and I get out the way. Yeah. And he signed a Red Bull Records. It's crazy. Well, I've been on that thousand band funny. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, What's happened to him? Yeah, man, that's it for the day, man. Uh, we signing out. Uh, it's your boy, Cheat Chapman, Sipping with Cheat Podcast. Let's get it. It's your boy, Classic. Man, catch me on everything. Classic TV. Holla at me. Yo, produced by Tyler, Arizona Sunset Studios, signing out. Yo, it's your boy, brand new Q. Holla at me on the ground. Let's get it.